Five minutes left. Five minutes left. minutes left three minutes left
All right, let's break back in. Let's break back in. Welcome to Elevate. I know it's cold outside, but it's always sunny in here. <laughs> ah, you get it? You get it? Jesus is the son of God. It's always sunny. Hey. Hey. Oh. The rain don't keep y'all away from Elevate. Look, it's packed up in here, man. All these beautiful faces who love Jesus. Jesus is Lord, right? Elevate! 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 Hey! Oh, y'all didn't have to copy me, but all right. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Elevate. We're here every Friday. At what time? Hey, not 7 a.m. You'll be early, but you can stay anyway. Uh, yeah. So we're going to get this started. The first thing we're going to talk about tonight is E-Night. How many of y'all are excited for E-Night? Make some noise. Oh, y'all don't sound excited. Make some noise. All right. Our E-Night is May 29th, Friday at 7 p.m. And it's E-Night, and our theme is Battle of the Four. So come out, rep for your... Breakout group, rep for your team, rep for your squad, but most of all, rep for Jesus. And prizes every night at Elevate. You bring one visitor and one night's candy for both of y'all. So if you brought a guest, raise your hand. Oh, man, forget all y'all. I'm going to the next one. I'm going to the next slide, man. All right, eight visitors and one night for the entire youth group. So everybody brings one visitor that adds up to eight. That's a pizza party for y'all. If y'all like pizza, make some noise. Hey! Yell out your favorite flavor right now. Okay, as long, as long as I didn't hear sardines, I'm happy. All right, cool. Gold, four visitors in one night for per person. So one person brings four visitors, you get a $50 gift card. You can get a $50 gift card to Express. The girls could go to Forever 21. Uh, you know, Starbucks for all the, yeah. I'm not going to go there, right? All right. Platinum, most visitors before July 3rd, scholarship to EMT, which is the Elevate Missions trip, which is to where? New Orleans, baby. All right, come out August 2nd to the 8th. It's $200, 2015. Rep Jesus in these streets. Don't just be a church sitter. Don't just be a pew warmer. Get out there in the streets and be on fire for Jesus, man. Light it up. Light this world up. It's dark some love up in here speaking of love we're gonna get to loving god and loving people if you love god man people already love god i didn't even say nothing if you love god make some noise and if you love people say amen <laughs> all right the first thing we're gonna do we're gonna connect you to the cross we're gonna get you connected to our life groups that's elevate that's the life groups that elevate. That's the resistance. That's the ambassadors. 
That's, well, Ambassador slash Resistance. And then we got Righteously Redeemed with Steve. Big Papa holding it down over there. We got various life groups throughout the whole week. And the next thing we're going to do, we're going to mentor you in the 101. We're going to get you plugged in with a leader who loves Jesus and is on fire for the Lord to teach you how to be a better disciple of Jesus, which just means being a student, student of God, always learning. Be humble in your life. Then we're going to send you out to make disciples, and we're going to repeat that cycle. And you know what I like to say, disciples on disciples on disciples on disciples. Oh, y'all got to say that with me. Hold on one more time. Disciples on disciples on disciples on disciples. And this is our goal. 50 churches in Chicago, 100,000 disciples with 500 churches worldwide. If you believe that, let me, let me get you to stand to your feet and make some noise. Hey. Why y'all all ain't stand up? Get up and make some noise. Yeah. <laughs> SUM. Oh, y'all ain't have to sit down. Y'all can sit down. Y'all gonna stand up later anyway, but hey, it's up to y'all. SUM, School of Urban Missions. I'm a student. Let me get some students to stand up. I see Yuli in the crowd. <laughs> I see Christian. I see some kids who want to go to SUM apparently. Amen. If you're called, get with it. If you're not, get with it anyway. <laughs> Sundays, 10 a.m., 1 p.m. is our services. If you like to wake up early, we got 10 a.m. If you like to sleep in, like I know most of y'all do, we got 1 p.m. Make some noise for 1 p.m. service. I don't go because I'm not lazy, but hey, that's all you, you know what I'm saying? Amen. This Sunday is what? Hey, so this is the perfect Sunday to bring your mother because we have free gifts for all the mothers on Mother's Day. If a million come, we'll have a million gifts. We'll work it out. Jesus got this, man. Amen. Amen. We got Jerry going to be the newest mother in the church. Make some noise. The baby belly. All right. Let me. Oh, Tony, newest father. Woo. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget hubby. All right. Ties and offerings. Let me get y'all to stand to your feet so we can talk about money. Don't call me a money-hungry pastor because I ain't even a pastor yet. Tithe. Who knows what tithe is? Raise your hand. Oh, y'all don't even know what a tithe is. Who raised their hand? Go ahead. 10% of your total income. Oh, 10% of your total income. Hey, make some noise for her. She got it right. Y'all extra quiet. It's, it's all dark out, so y'all want to act like it's boring up in here, man. We get real up in here. An offering. Raise your hand if you know. Man, Corey had his hand up since I said the last one. What's an offering? Whatever you offer to God after your time. Hey, there we go. Okay. Now, who got the answer to this? 10%. Wait, put your hands down. I didn't even ask yet, man. Joe, you lost automatically. $90. What is 10%? Somebody give me an answer. I'm going to go, go for Ivan. I haven't seen him here in like a year. So I'm going to give him a chance. Come closer, man. I can't go that far. Hey, don't choke, all right? Come on, man. I'm about to give it up. I got it, I got it. Nine, nine, nine dollars. <laughs> nine, nine, nine dollars. Is it nine, nine dollars? Hey, it's nine dollars. Make some noise. All right. 
Now we're going to do Acts 20.35. Repeat after me. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for everybody coming to this place, Lord, to hear the word. We pray that pray that the pastor's words are anointed, Lord, that he comes and brings the word and it resonates within them, Lord. Lord, because we want a generation to rise up, a revival, Lord, a generation that seeks your face, God, a generation that's hungry for your word, hungry for your heart, hungry to just know you more, Lord. In your name we pray because we love you, Jesus. Amen. Bring your ties forward. Not in my hand into the bucket. I take donations, though. Slide up there, put up there. Slide, slide, says splits. Bam, all right. So we're gonna start off. Number one, no, I'm playing not with the splits, okay? Not with the splits. But what I wanna see happen, we're gonna do just some starting stuff and then we're gonna go harder and harder, all right? The first thing that you must do, and can I get some candy over here to see people who actually completed? You can accumulate up to four candies today. If you do all of them, all right? The, other, the last one I think is going to be impossible, but we'll, we'll try it. The first thing that you need to do is put your nose to your knee. <laughs> yes. Can you do it while, while not holding your knee? <laughs> Can he do it? Can he do it? Tony can't do it. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Are you able to do it? Okay. I see Leo doing it. Are you able to do it? Yeah, she's able to, <laughs> my gosh, that's amazing, okay. And then this guy. It ain't bad, all right, do it, let me see it. All right, everybody give it up for everybody except Tony. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I'm sorry, okay. All right, anybody think of anything really flexible? Anybody can actually do what people think is impossible. Can they lick their elbow? Let's see everybody try to lick their elbow. Oh my gosh, you almost did it. Let's see this happen. Okay, lick the elbow. Come on. You got to do it like this. I think she's, she's closest. She can do it. No, that's easy to do it like that. You got to do it this way. All right. Who's the closest? Let's see the closest. Is Ricky the closest? What about her? No, I think she's the closest. She's literally like an inch away. 
All right, so everybody give her a lift because she won that one. All right. What we're going to do next is going to hurt maybe if you're not ready for it. You have to put your left knee on the back of your head. Like that, yeah. Try it. Come on, Tony. I just want to see you try it, please, just for me today. Your left knee over your head. Oh, so close. Oh, my gosh. What happened? I thought you said you were flexible. Not that flexible? Okay, okay, okay. Okay. You can't go. <laughs> I can't even do it. All right, let's see. Let's do the, uh, the cheap one, all right? So everybody stand up, stand up. Are you counting who actually did it? I think she's little. Okay. Can you touch your toes like this? It's easy. You say it's easy, but when you get so old. Come on. He almost can't. He almost can't. You see that? Okay. He, he almost can't even over there. Leo. Leo, can you go even further? Can you grab your foot? All right. Now keep it. Keep, keep grabbing your feet. Okay. Now you got to sit down while grabbing your feet. Okay. Now sit down while grabbing your feet. <laughs> Just fall over. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta and you gotta roll. <laughs> okay, I'm just having fun here for myself, alright. I'm so sorry. Alright, last but not least, you lot you see it on the screen. Can you do the splits? Oh man! <laughs> and Corey was able to do it too. Alright, give it up for Alyssa. She is definitely the win for this. Everybody get up her. Wow. We have some flexible people. I'm gonna come up with some even more impossible techniques, all right? So you get ready for that. I'm gonna ask that everybody stands up. Oh no. We'll do something fun today, how about, no, I was gonna say everybody sit in the back, but don't do that, that'd be just weird. All right, let's try to all of us sit in the first two rows. All right, so I, it has to be elbow to elbow tight, all right? Don't be scared. I see some people you got, some of you guys over there aren't even trying. You gotta try to come over here, sit in the first two rows. If it's impossible, that's what the third row is for. If you're sitting to somebody you don't know, introduce yourself. Tell them your middle name if you have one. If you don't have a middle name, if you don't have a middle name, say the name that you wish you had as a middle name. All right? Hey, Enrique, you can say that. I wish my name was Felix. You can uh, lower down music. Yeah, perfect. Awesome, guys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Alrighty, we're going to continue on in, in this whole entire season that we want to start this summer, and it's called Summer of Fire. If you weren't here last week, man, you missed it, man, because it was just off the chain. We were talking about how the Holy Spirit is an advocate, how he cares for us, how he's in the place. He is our strengthener. He's, our, he's everything to us that we can imagine and then some. So we're talking about 
the fire of God. We're talking about the Holy Spirit this whole entire summer. We want to see Chicago change. We want to see your schools change. We're not just kind of giving it a little bit of, oh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll talk to them just on Fridays every so often, and we know we'll kind of tell them to love Jesus, you know. No, we're saying more than that. We're saying you need to go and do something about this. If you love God, you're going to do what? You're going to love people, and you're going to prove it by your actions. Faith without deeds is dead. That's what the Bible says. So I want to see people in this place get on fire. I want to see people get radical for Jesus. I'm tired of seeing the, the phony baloney stuff. I'm tired of seeing people lukewarm, not care about God, drop out of one one or things of that sort. I want to see people who want to change the world. I want to see people who are saying yes to God and no to the world. Anybody want that in this place? Anybody want to see that as well? Because I'm telling you, if you just see just a couple, a couple of teenagers on fire, man, it's going to be radical, man. It's going to change this world. It's going to change this youth group. People are going to be, they're going to be bringing their friends all the time. They're going to say, man, I want to see my friends saved. I'm tired of hearing them how mopey they are, how sad they are, how broke, busted, and disgusted they are. I want to see them set on fire. I want to see them live in holiness. I want to see them do something with their life. I want to see them connect with the maker. I want to see them have a relationship with Jesus. That's what we're talking about this whole entire summer. It's going to get intense. It's going to get amazing. And we were actually going to do a, a bonfire today outside, but guess what? A storm happened. So I'm sorry, guys. And we were going to have s'mores, too, and all that stuff. It was going to be, like, off the chain and all that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? There's only so much that I can do. There's only so much that I can do. It's it's the weather, okay? It just it came in from the, the, south, the southwest. It came in from the southwest and just blew everybody apart. I'm sorry. It was crazy, okay? It was never a storm like it. <laughs> Turn in your Bibles to John chapter 7, verse 37. John chapter 7, verse 37. And when you are there, you can say amen. If you're, Oh, you're really there already? No, you're not there. Oh, okay, okay. John chapter 7, verse 37. If you don't have your Bible. hope this summer teaches you something, okay, to read your Bible and to bring it. Amen, man. Amen. <laughs> all right, all right. And let's open up in prayer. Everybody bow their heads, close their eyes, put your thumbs up as well. No, I'm joking. I'm playing seven up. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to pray to the Heavenly Father, okay? Let's do this. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, I just pray right now that this whole entire season, throughout the whole entire summer, God, that it would radically empower the youth in this place, God. That there would be people getting on fire, people knowing who you are and then being empowered by you to change this world, God, to be effective witnesses, God. I pray right now that even though um, we may be young in this place, God, even though we may, we may be young, I still pray right now for wisdom. I pray right now for boldness. I pray right now for passion. I pray for fire of God in everyone's life in this place, Lord, that they would be set ablaze to do the works for your glory, God. I pray right now, God, that there would be a shift in what we value the most, God. Instead of just it being about ourselves, God, that we would lose ourselves, we would empty ourselves, and we would go after you, being hungry for you, be wanting more from you, wanting to see this world change even more by you, God. This world is in dire, it's in dire fault, God, right now, and we just need to see you come, God. 
We want revival. We believe it can happen in this place, God. Let it be so. Let it be so, Jesus. We want you to come. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. As you can see, man, I believe in what I'm talking about this whole entire summer. This is something that has radically changed my life. And I want you guys to understand that, that this is not the kind of church where we just play make-believe, where we just say, hey, you know what, live for Jesus, and then we don't really expect it. We're not saying things like that. We're not saying, hey, get on fire, and then we never really even seen it. We're not saying, hey, revival could happen, schools can get changed, and we don't believe it. I've actually known people who were in high school and who actually would preach to their friends, who would actually care about the lost. You can be that. We need to have that in this day and age, and you need to be that. In for your own life. You need to have a close relationship with God and believe what God is saying in your life. This is not some joke. It's not some game. There are real lives and souls at stake. And there's a real kingdom of God that's trying to be put into this earth and that you guys can actually operate in that kingdom of God. God says, I want you to operate in the kingdom of God. I want you to be a child of God that actually knows what he's talking about, that actually functions in that. When somebody's sick, you pray for them. When somebody is demonically possessed, you pray for them, and you cast out that demon. When you see people who are lost, you preach to them, and you see lives transformed. Does anybody even care about lives being transformed anymore? Or is everybody okay with the status quo? Everybody okay with how things are, and we're just okay with letting that just go that way? If you don't even notice that people need to get transformed, I pray that you get transformed this summer. I pray that you catch the fire of God, that you care about God in this place. I'm not just being angry here. I'm not, I'm not even angry at all. I'm not even trying to make you guys feel bad about anything like that. But I'm just trying to tell you guys that there needs to be more fire of God in this place. And in the youth's lives, in your lives, you guys need to say yes to God. Open up your Bible. Get the fire of God in your life. This is not, well, this is not a Bible. Obviously, this is just my phone, but it has an app that has the Bible on it, right? But you need to open it up. Care about it. Get impacted by it. You're, you, you go through life and you think that this is just about how what you see and what you feel. You think that life is just this. Let me tell you something, man. It's not just this. There is so much more happening than what meets the eye. And if you were actually just to see it for one second, you would care so much. You would pray more. You would actually read your Bible more. You would actually preach to people more because you would see souls inside the people that you're next to. You would see souls inside the people that are in your neighborhood, in your families. You wouldn't just go home after Elevate all nonchalant about it and just open up a bag of Doritos and you're like, well, I'm just going to go watch now whatever I want to watch. I'm going to go put it on Netflix. No, you would be like, dear God, I see a soul in that person. If that person doesn't get saved, I see that soul going to hell. How is this possible? How would I be okay with this? How would I be okay with not making a difference, with not being empowered by God? Last week we talked about how the Holy Spirit is an advocate. He is for us. He is for us. He's not against us. He wants to empower us and strengthen us. He wants to be there when we need him. He wants to be our counselor. How Jesus, when he died, obviously he went to heaven, but guess who is here with us? The Holy Spirit. So in John chapter th- uh, 7, verse 37, it says this. And I'm actually reading out a different version today. I normally don't read from this version on Fridays, but... I just felt like this was just really like what I, you know, it just said it the way that I really wanted to, to really give it to you guys. Verse 37. On the last day of the feast, the greatest day, Jesus stood up and shouted out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. Just as the scriptures say, says, 
from within him will flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the spirit whom those who believed in him were going to receive. For the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Anybody catching that? Jesus, he wanted to say this to people. He, he wanted them to know something. He shouted out loud. And he asked, if anyone is thirsty, come to me and drink right now. Come to me and receive this spirit. Come to me. If you believe, to, believe in me, come to me. Drink for there will be streams, rivers of living water inside of you. Now, I know maybe this might seem a little crazy. And maybe you might be thinking, well, I want to see this. You know, Jesus says a lot of things, man. I want to put, I want to I see him put, you know, like, I want to see some real evidence now. So rivers of living water, huh? Well, let me see these rivers of living water. Let me see this powerful uh, water turret that's going to happen inside of me. And you look and you wait and you don't see it. You're like, well, um, I guess that Jesus was a liar then. I guess that he didn't know what he was talking about. Obviously, I don't got rivers of water inside of me. Obviously, I don't see that happening inside of me. Now, you might be in this place struggling with whatever you're struggling with. You might be in this place could be lukewarm for all I know. You might be the frozen chosen, the person who has been struggling with believing in God for months on end, and you've been wondering why is it that my life is kind of like in park and it's not moving forward. Or maybe you might be thinking to yourself, life is good, you know, I don't really need God. I don't need streams of living water. I'm good. I have a Gatorade always with me. I'm never thirsty. I am always, I'm always hydrated, okay, because I'm always drinking what? The world. So I'm always happy with what the world is giving me. I'm going to tell you something right now, man. What is happening in this scripture verse is Jesus is telling something that's going to happen inside of you, inside your spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, what is going to happen inside of you is that there's going to be streams of living water. Now, not obviously physically water, okay, but streams of spiritual water, if you want to say it that way, flowing from within you. And what this is supposed to show you is that when you are tapped into this, when you have this Holy Spirit, what is supposed to happen is you would never run dry. You never have to worry about, man, what, it, you know, I, am I really even feeling God right now? Man, I don't know what's, what's happening in my relationship with God. Man, this world is so hard sometimes. I'm so, I'm so messed up. I don't know how to fix things. Is that what's supposed to happen when you have streams of living water flowing from within you? No way, Jose, man, no way. What you're supposed to have is a constant flow of life going through you. A constant flow of just the, the encouragement, the, the power of God flowing from within you. Day by day, you don't have to worry about this. You don't wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm just kind of really dry today. It's not like that. When the streams of living water are from within you, you are constantly hydrated. You are constantly put with God. You're okay with God. You're thinking to yourself, man. Thank God I have a living God because I don't believe in that phony baloney gods that, you know, people believe in or halfway around the world or things like that. Or even sometimes my own neighbors believe in. I believe in a living God where I feel the presence of God all the time. I feel living waters of God flowing from me all the time. I feel it flowing all the time. 
as I said, maybe you're thinking to yourself, I don't really care about this. I don't really care about this. I don't want streams of living water flowing from within me. How many of you guys ever ran before? No, I mean, obviously everyone's going to say I've ran before. But like, you know, ran like a mile, ran like two miles, okay. If you have ran more than five miles, raise your hand. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Okay, if you have ran more than seven miles, raise your hand. Not in total. <laughs> at one time. At one time. More than seven miles. Okay. Eight miles. Nine miles. You haven't ran more than nine miles. Okay. You have ran more than nine miles at one time. Eleven miles. I believe that for some reason. Okay, so. You would know, right, that you can't just go through this long run and you're just going to be like, well, I'm never going to drink water. You would never do that. You would literally fall over. Your muscles would start to spasm and you would like fall like foaming at the mouth. You can't do it, especially when it's hotter. When it's hotter, it's like even like, like double the, the, like the, the difficulty. I'm saying this now because I'm, I'm running again. And I used to run back in the day like two years ago and then like my knees got shot when I used to do a, a job. And I've, I've been running again. I just, you know, like you get that, like that initial thing where you, you start doing it again. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so out of shape. You're like, you start running. You're like, oh, okay, no more. That's how I feel, right? But I'm saying to you, okay, so you need water, right? You're not going to run a long run, and you're not going to have water. Maybe if you do it like around the block, yeah, you don't need water. But five miles, you need water, right? You're going to need something. What I'm saying to you is that when you don't want the streams of living water flowing from within you, you're saying, I'm okay with running this whole entire marathon of life without water. You might get some cheap stuff. You might get, I don't know, you might think, I'm just going to get my own sweat and I'm going to you know, drink my own sweat, then that's okay. You might be that ghetto. You might think to yourself, I'm going to do it my way. I don't need water. You see people are like, hey, here, here's Gatorade. It's ice cold. You're like, get that corn out of my face. I don't want that. I just want to. I just want to keep going my way, baby, okay? It seems so foolish, but when people come to a church and they hear how good God is and they say, no, I don't want that, that to me seems foolish. That to me seems like you are really rejecting the most beautiful gift of God. God not only gives you the gift of eternal life through believing in Jesus Christ, that like he died on the cross for your sins, right, but also he gives you the Holy Spirit freely. He gives you the Holy Spirit so that you don't have to ever be broke, busted, and disgusted in your life. Where you can feel the holy fire of God raging within you and purifying you. Making you more holy and more pure in your mind and in your heart. It seems to me like it's foolish, right? You're saying to me, well, yeah, you know, but it's, it's just hard. It seems hard at first. But once you get that, that, that cup of water. When you're running, man, it's just like you can go another mile easily. You can go, you're just like, oh, I'm good now. I can go ahead and do this now. Because what's happening on the inside of you, maybe it's all in your head. You're thinking to yourself, oh, it's, it's normal. You know, I'm just drinking water. It's better for me or whatever. But what's happening inside you is that inside of your body, you're actually getting more oxygen now. You're getting more everything. Now, I don't know exactly what happens when you're running, okay? If I knew that, then I would not be a youth pastor, okay? I would be like a doctor or something, or I'd be like a physical uh, trainer. Where's Tony at? Tony, Tony, he knows all stuff. All right, talk to him after service if you want to know what happens when you drink water when you're running, and he will tell you. He will be like, what happens is that the, the metabolism inside your body starts to break down the, the hydrogen, and then it actually goes into your system. 
Something like that. I don't know. Are you? Do you guys forgive me for not knowing? Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I'll look it up later. Turn in your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11. You see, we don't see what's happening when the Spirit of God's inside of us, but we can be rest assured. We can rest assured that there are streams of living water flowing from within us. If we just allow God to do what he's supposed to do, if we allow God to be that number one in our life, when we allow the Holy Spirit to do that in our life, what happens is that we are going to see refreshment in our walk with the Lord. Now, if you want a stale relationship with the Lord, man, I don't, I don't know what you're doing then here, you know? I don't know what you think that this is because even, you know, if you don't want a real relationship with God, you can just say, I believe, and then just stay home all day and then not even care. And then never open up your Bible and not even care. And then when you see people around you, never even say anything to them. But this is different. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11 says, The Lord will continually lead you. He will feed you even in parched regions. He will give you renewed strength. And you will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring that continually produces water. Isn't that just something that, I mean, don't you want to be continually renewed? Don't you want to be continually renewed? Now, I'm going to, I, obviously, I asked this question, and it should be a yes, right? But a lot of people like to kind of let the, the world just take them aside, and they don't even think about it. But let me ask you a question. Have you ever been really tired? If you've ever been really tired, raise your hand. I mean, like, really tired where, like, you hit the bed and you were just out for, like, 12 hours or something like that. Now, how would you feel if you woke up and you just felt the exact same way you felt when you were about to go to sleep? You never got renewed. You were always just tired all the time. Would you, li would you like that? No, right? No, I want to be refreshed. That's why I go to sleep at night because I don't like. I want to be like a walking zombie and all that stuff. I don't want to feel that way. Obviously, we all want to be renewed. The next day is a, is a new opportunity. Our bodies need it. Your spirit needs to be renewed constantly. Your spirit needs to have living waters flowing within constantly. If you want to always be broke, busted, disgusted, if you never want to succeed, if you always want to be in defeat in your relationship with the Lord, then yes, say to the Holy Spirit, I don't care. But if you actually want to be renewed, if you don't want to feel the same way you felt before, if you actually want to go somewhere with this, if you actually want to see, if you want to get closer to God, this is the opportunity. The Holy Spirit is for you. The Holy Spirit is for you. He's for us today. Now you're saying, uh, well, how does this really apply to the summer of fire? You know, like you're telling me about the Holy Spirit waters, living waters flowing from within me. Because you will never be on fire unless you actually start living it out first. You actually start letting God do something in your life first. When you start believing in him and when you start living in victory, man, I'm telling you, it starts to become contagious. You actually start to want to do it. Like a person who's been really malnourished, who hasn't eaten in a while, they can't do a lot, right? Imagine you, you fasted for like seven days. Anybody here has ever fasted? Fasted means did, went without eating for uh, an extended period of time. I went about five days without eating, and I said to myself, I'm never going to do that again. 
because I hated it, okay? And I didn't, I didn't get closer to the Lord that time. It was just, I was just really, you know, ti- hungry. That's what it was, hungry and I was tired. And I'm telling you, if I wanted to do something, I couldn't do it because I was just so physically exhausted. I couldn't go in and run and marathon or anything like that. It would just, I literally would gulp and die and foam at the mouth if I was going to do that. There was nothing inside of me. There was no nutrients, okay? There was no nutrients inside my body. Man, you got such a tough talk today, man. Uh, go, go back home, watch Nacho Libre, okay, and then you're going to get some of my jokes, okay? Get set free. Get set free by Nacho Libre, okay? <laughs> That's a good movie, man. I love it. It has no nutrients. It gave me no ego powers. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't do it. I gave you so many examples today about this. Could I have Lawrence? Lawrence, come up to the keys. Did you know that Lawrence can play piano too? Yes, he can. He's the law. He can do it. He can do it all. Lawrence is not here, I guess. <laughs> he got raptured. So <laughs> um, Leilani, come up to the keys then. Thank you. So no, the law, the law has left. The law has departed from us. Grace is here, though. Good one. All right, guys. I'm going to have everybody stand up. Now, if you don't want any of that, if you don't want to actually be refreshed and renewed, then please do me a favor and then try to go without sleeping for the next three days, okay? (laughs) Go without sleeping for the next three days, okay? And also don't eat and don't drink water. How long do you think you will last? Not even a minute. Oh, yeah, because you're always drinking and always sleeping, right? And you're always eating at the same time. I want you to, I wanted to take you to the furthest conclusion how absurd that this is. Think about this. You know that you need rest. You know that when you get thirsty, you need water, okay? Especially, it's going to get hot out here. We're going to get a lot darker in this room. We're all going to get a lot darker, okay? And we're all going to get a lot more, maybe, you know, because it's summertime, we get thinner as well because, you know, we're not always eating all the holiday foods and all that finally. Unless you're, like, really like that, then that's good for you, you know. We don't judge you. But, yeah, you know, summer's going to come, and we're going to experience this. Now, I know in this room, you know, we've been having a good time tonight, but I wanted to take serious just for a moment. You would never treat yourself that way. You would never treat yourself so bad where you would not allow yourself to sleep for days on end, where you would uh, starve yourself and, and do all that. Some people deal with things like that, yeah. But logically, yeah, people with the right mind would never do that. So why is it that if you believe in God now, you won't believe in this? You won't believe that the Holy Spirit wants to dwell inside of you and be streams of living water flowing from within you. How would you allow your spirit to go on one day being thirsty? Do you like to go one day with being thirsty? Do you like to kind of be hungry one day and you're just like, oh, I'm just going to not eat all at all today because I just, you know, YOLO. Because YOLO, baby, you know, that's what I do. 
I just don't eat sometimes because that's who I am, you know. I'm that gangster, man. That's what I am. Obviously, you wouldn't do something like that. It's foolish. But I want everyone to understand this, that don't do that with your spirit. Don't do that with your relationship with the Lord. What happens with your relationship with the Lord is that he molds you, the very you that you consider yourself. He molds you. He refines your character, your personality. He refines all of that. He transforms you, molds you to the person that you are called to be, designed to be, created to be. How are you going to do that if you're not tapping into that stream of living water? Where you're not being refreshed daily. Does anybody like a day without the Lord? Does anybody like a day without good in the world? No, right? Obviously. We all understand this. We all want the Lord in our lives daily. We all want to see him close to us daily. You know what happens when a group of people don't want to believe in the Lord? They suffer. You have the opportunity right now. Because it's not like I'm telling you now, it's a hundred steps now to success. It's a hundred steps right now to your new spiritual walk of the Lord. It's not like that. When you believed in God, when you believe that he can actually refresh you, then go to him then. Go to him then. Don't be all stuck up and all that, I don't really want this, I don't really care about this. All right, then you know what the Holy Spirit's going to do? He's going to be like, all right, next person then. God loves every single one here. But if you don't want to experience that, God is not going to force that on you. He's not going to trap you in some cell and he's going to now force, you know, bottle drink you, um, you know, feed you and all that. He's not going to do that. You're going to be refreshed and you're going to like it. And you're always going to be hydrated. God's not going to do that. Obviously he's not. He's like, you don't want that? Go ahead then. Go ahead. Go through life. Go through the parched regions and not have that bottle of water with you. And it's not even a bottle of water. That's not what the Bible's saying here. It's not just this little bottle of water inside, you know, like you're just kind of taking it. You're like, oh, is it ever going to run out? You always have to worry about that. No, a stream of living water, that water is moving. It's fast moving. It's not going to end. So when you think about your relationship with the Lord, wherever you're going, you're not saying, oh, do I have enough of the Lord with me? No, it's not like that. You're thinking to yourself, man, I got so much of God. He's so infinite. He's so great. He's so powerful. I'm always going to have God here, man. He's so amazing. I hope that you believe that if you clapped. I hope that you believe that. It ain't about, you know, I'm going to be politically correct here at Elevate. It ain't about that. Remember that. The Holy Spirit will move on to the next person. You say, I don't want God. God's going to be like, all right, then, next person. Then. Next person, then. I don't want to experience freedom in my life. I want you to experience freedom in your life. I love you so much that you should experience freedom in your life. But, all right, next person. Do you, do you, are you okay with that? In your mind, are you okay with letting God just say, all right, whatever? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine how that would feel? Don't play games because that's sometimes what people do. That's sometimes what people have done in Elevate, in this place, in this room. They say, I want God, but they don't really live it out. And then God just goes to the next person. Before you know it, you would visit Elevate, you know, you come every so often. And what happens then when you visit Elevate, you see people getting on fire. You think, oh, I'm going to want it. And then you don't really care about it. And then you come back, and then you see people who were saying, I want it. Now they're actually leaders. Now they're saying, man, God has done something in my life. 
Let me tell you something. I can say this with boldness because it actually has happened in my life. When I used to backslide, when I used to go against the Lord, I would come back to the church and I'd see people now be leaders. And I thought to myself, this is so salty. This is so salty because I should have been somewhere. I should have been doing something else with my walk with the Lord. But yet, I've just done my own thing. Suffered in my own time. Gone thirsty throughout my entire walk with the Lord. Do you want to be thirsty for the rest of your life in your relationship with God? If you don't want that, if you actually want to experience God, if you actually want to receive the Holy Spirit tonight, then we're going to have uh, the leaders up here. So I can get all the leaders to come up leaders that are designated. We can turn off the lights as well. Let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. I want everybody in this room just to think of that thing that I just said right now, that statement that I just, I just gave. God is looking for you specifically to say yes to him. If you don't want that, is God going to force you or is God going to now just continue to do what he's always been doing? God is not going to force you. And you will go on your life doing however you want to do, but you've been missing out on this gift, on this amazing opportunity right now. Don't be that person that says, I'm, I've been in church too long now. I, I don't really care anymore. Oh, I got this. I did this before. I want everybody to be honest with themselves tonight. If you're the youngest person here, if you're the oldest person here, I want you to be honest with yourself. When you hear Jesus and when he's saying, if anyone is thirsty, come to me. If anyone believes in me, come to me. And streams of living water will flow from within, within him. Do you believe that? Jesus, I just pray right now for this entire youth group, God. Lord, I just pray right now, Lord, that this season, God, would not just be just a, a made-up season, but that your spirit is doing something different in this place. That your spirit is moving upon the hearts of those in this place who are claiming to be believers, who are claiming to say that they're disciples, God. I pray that you would move in their lives right now, God. That you would move within their spirits right now, God. That something radically would shift. That something radically would break right now in their own lives right now, God. That something right now would finally give in to the power of your spirit, God. I'm praying right now for a breakthrough in this place, God. I'm praying right now for a breakthrough in the lives of the youth, God, where people are chained to their sins, where people are chained to being thirsty, God. I pray against it right now. Jesus, you can have your way in this place, God. For those who are saying, I believe, I'm willing, I want some of this. I want to go closer with God. I want deeper with God. I want to be so close to God I can experience him. Just raise your hands right now. Just raise your hands in this place. Who cares whoever sees it? Just raise your hands in the place. If you want that kind of God in your life, then go after that God in your life right now. Say, God, I believe in that. God, I want that. 
go ahead and start speaking to him. Start praying to him. Say, God, you know how it is in my life, God, how dry it can be, God. I feel like I'm going through a wilderness, God. I feel like there's no real source of relief in this life, God. Oh, Lord, I just want something new in my life. I want something. I want something. I want the answer. I want to be refreshed. I want to be renewed. I don't want to go through this life not ever being renewed. I don't want to go in my relationship with God and always fail and always fall and always fall and always backslide. God, I want to go closer with you and deeper with you. I want to be refreshed daily by you, God. Where I never have to worry about what it is I have to do now, God. I always know you got my back. I'm always being intrigued by who you are. I'm always going after you, God. Jesus. Jesus. And now... I'm not going to manipulate anybody here to now to go that way. Either you want it or you don't. The leaders are up here, are here to help pray for you. If you just want to come to the altar as well, the altar will be open in a second. But I encourage you, if this is, this is the, if God has been pressing on your heart throughout this whole entire sermon, and I pray right now that you would just yield to him, surrender to him, and say yes to the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for this time tonight, God. I pray that you will just continue to have your way, God. As I said, break through, God. Break hard hearts in this place. Let the scales fall off the eyes of those who have been blinded by the world, God. Let hard hearts be melted in this place, God. Let them be transplanted with a new heart. Jesus, I pray, God, that you will just have your way throughout the lives of everyone here, God. In Jesus' name, everybody say, amen. Come on. Right. If you want to receive prayer, you can come up to the altar workers. Otherwise, you can come up to the altar. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Also, if you are sick and you want to get prayed for, I am right here and I'll pray for you. So you can come up if you want to.